And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the courts. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report. I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this is your Why Not Sports short. Yes, indeed, world. Yes, indeed. Now, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited as I continue to tell the world the end of 2019 is approaching us, and I continue to have new and dope guests here on why not sports speaking of sports wst underscore podcast find them on instagram i got cal win k dub k win mr cal mr win whatever you decide to call him he here rocking with the big homie host or co-host part of western standard time podcast your west coast source for sports and Lifestyle. What's up, K Dub? What's up, what? K Win? Well, what's up, D Murph? What's good? <laughs> Appreciate you taking time to be on the show, man. I'm, I'm excited, man. As a sports fan, it's a football game going on right now. My pro pickums currently in third. I, I just Ooh. can't. I don't know. You know the Chargers. If Philip Rivers is done, you know I don't know. He he always start the season well, but toward the end in the Oakland Raiders. I I still can't, you know. It's West Coast teams, by the way. I don't, I can't, maybe because I'm not there to watch them as frequently as I want to. But anyway, glad to have you on board, brother. Thanks for having us on the show. We've been following you from afar, and we've connected with a lot of people that you guys know. Baylor the Great. BTG. (laughs) Just Blaze. Yeah. Everyone. So we're excited. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No problem. No problem. And like all the individuals you said, it's a beautiful thing. I'm telling y'all, this fraternity called podcasting is real. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, we are missing Big Ben, brother. We got we got to catch you on the next one. But I promise you, we're going to hold you down until we record. But it's all good. We got the better half K-Win on. So let's go. <laughs> Speaking of those other guys, so we have been bantering back and forth in the NBA All-Star game. You know how they have the skills challenge where yes, you, sir. you dribble through the cones yep. and you throw the ball and you shoot a three and it's timed? Yes, it's sir. Big man and little bit. We were joking like we should all go to the NBA All-Star game and have a podcast skills challenge like on some elementary school black court. Man, just go at it. I like it. I like it. I like it. You heard it first. All Star Weekend is going to be a few of us uh, sports podcasters, or we open it up for all podcasts. Uh maybe year one. It's just sports podcasters, okay. and then after that, we see how it goes, and then maybe it's sports podcasters 
against huh? non-sports podcasts or like a Team Olympics. Uh, I like that. See, you know what? That's why I continue to just collaborate with other dope podcasters because it gives me some ideas that I would not, I promise, get credit for. I will give credit where credit's due. I'm not that tr- type of guy, I promise you. But no, 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 no. That's a good one, K-Dub, on... Uh, on doing something like that. Great exposure and hey, you you never know what can come from it. Never know. Maybe a 10-day NBA contract. My Warriors could use me, right? Ooh. I mean, I could go shoot an 0 for 3 and play no defense <laughs> like everyone else on the spot. <laughs> Man, you, you you started it. You started it. Kate, Kate. Man. Golden State Warriors. Mm. They getting ready for a draft lottery pick. <laughs> This is from yeah. me being from, you know, down south now, just a sports fan. Injuries, injury bug, Clay, yeah. Steph, Draymond yeah. deciding if he, you know, want to stick it through the season. We don't know yet. We don't know. D'Angelo Russ, he's, t- I, you know, still kind of, he's been, he missed a few games yeah. at the start of the season. What, how can I put this? I'm glad you brought them up. Yeah. Um, what's next for Golden State? It's there's so much to look forward to, but at the same time, it's like that waiting game because we're in December and we have to wait until June when there's a draft or July when there's free agency. So yeah. I think right now Steph's going to come back next year. Clay's going to come back. They're going to play him a little bit, but we will see what the future holds for the franchise when we figure out what they're going to do in the draft. Obviously, I want a big man. I want that dude Wiseman from Memphis. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, you know, we can see. I don't know if there's any money out there to sign I'm about a free to agent say. Because, <laughs> because, you know, you got Clay, Dre, Steph. And D'Lo, so you'd have to trade one of them just to kind of make a move like a sign and trade or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a long way to say I don't know. But here's what I want to talk to you about. Come on. Everyone was hyping up Draymond. Draymond this. He's the leader. He's this. He's that. He's an all-star. I mean, he's a great player, but he's doing virtually nothing now. Yep. So is it the system that made him? Is it Steph and Clay that made him? I'll throw that back to you. I love when I get dope questions. Now I feel like the guest, but the host at the same time. I'm gonna be real, man. As a yeah. as a sports fan, Draymond owes a lot to Clay and Steph. Yep. Without them two, it doesn't make a Draymond. And I and that's not to say he couldn't go nowhere else and beat the man. Yeah based on history and what we are accustomed to as fans of the game, he's a great compliment player to those players. Now, they can go anywhere and still be the man, but his style of play, he needs some type of shooters that can create their own shot and that really, that's prolific scores because he's not a prolific scorer. He. He's an inconsistent score. He's more of a deep, in my opinion. Now, again, yeah. with you, you being a fan, you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong. He is a hard-nosed defender, uh, old-school, uh, rugged rebounder that has some handles that can hit 
Yep. Uh, open shot. I won't say contested. I said open shot. <laughs> yep. No, you're right. I think he's that extra piece when you have, let's call it, two superstars yep. or two really good players. He makes the team better. But without those two superstars, and I love Draymond. I love what he's Absolutely. done. I love his heart. I love his hustle. But those six points, eight rebounds, and seven assists don't really do much when you don't have anything else around him. Now, on the flip side, now, for the world, for those first-time listeners, thank you for tuning in. For the avid listeners, what up? When I got the opportunity to shine, I'm about to blow it out the water. That way mm-hmm. I can get more money. Yep. That way I can build my audience or my exposure. So that way I can become a household name. So now it clearly shows either he wasn't prepared to step up to be the man or he's clearly just is it, it isn't in him to be that top dog he's more of a role player a very yeah. talented role player that can step up when need be well everyone talks about your legacy well you know he's got three championships he's got an opportunity in front of him and to your point i mean is he healthy I think he's healthy enough, but Uh he's not busting out and doing stuff to say, you know what, I'm a great player with Steph and Clay and whatever, but without them, I'm still a great player. He's not really reinforcing that point. And the reason why I brought it up, because there's always rumblings in the little chat rooms for the Warriors, because we got nothing better to do. (laughs) But people are saying... What if you move Draymond, move his contract, and you slide Pasquale, who's playing well? Obviously, it's early, and they're playing a lot of meaningless games. But can you slide him in there and free up cap room? Because their bench is pretty thin right now. Yeah, you know, not I, to get one player to to maybe to get some a couple solid veterans. Yeah, yeah. I, if I'm surprised Draymond's still there when I when they had KD. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you, being a Golden State Warrior fan, I'm going to get to KD shortly. Who's that? <laughs> there we go. That answered part of my question. When they had them four, I said, if KD comes back, Clay and Draymond gone. Mm-hmm. I felt like Draymond didn't mesh well with them four. Um, he did take a quote-unquote year off as far as statistics, as far as impact of the game. But he still did what he had to do to play his role. Yeah. And then Clay, lack of touches, not being able to get the reward and recognition that he felt he deserved. Because one thing that I've looked when it comes to Clay, when things don't go Clay's way, he tended to just change his whole demeanor. Yeah, he gets a little pouty. Exactly. So again, this is I'm just this is me being a fan of the game. I'm like, man, Clay a little pissed off. Clay a little <laughs> upset. I'm like, Clay, he, he, granted you didn't get a shot attempt in seven possessions. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's gonna be okay. Or if you had a bad game, you 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 wasn't on fire. It's yeah. okay. So I, So in my humble opinion, if KD would have signed, I think they would have also maxed Clay. Uh. Just because everyone, I mean, everyone loves Steph, 
But Clay is like a one B. Like they love his personality. They yes. love he has the bulldog. They love he's a little quirky. Like they love love Clay here. They would have done everything to bring him back. Okay. So what does that mean for Draymond? Uh-huh. I don't think they would have been able to max him a year early, and then he would have either probably been traded, or if they couldn't trade him, they would have played it out until uh, when he was a free agent and let him walk. But you know. He upset KD, and KD wasn't going to come back and play. So, realistically, I I hope they sign KD, but I think the writing was kind of on the wall after that Clippers blow-up. Yeah, yeah. And KD told Stephen A that that altercation had some influence on his decision to leave. Mm-hmm. Came yeah. out of his mouth. That was, uh, that was interesting, man. And what – Help Draymond, and then we'll get to something else. World, I promise we we got more <laughs> to talk about. But it's it's always love to interact with fans of particular teams. That way we can spend the first few minutes of the show talking about that before we branch out. But I've been telling people this about Draymond, how he got the team pumped up and getting in their face and talking. However he talked to him, KD was like, "No, I'm an MVP." I'm a scoring champ. You can't address me like that and expect me to be like, oh, okay, no. Mm-hmm. Not not this time. So part of Draymond's maturity or development, hopefully hopefully he learned his lesson and kind of treat each and every star or each and every person different and still welcome the newcomers to the squad until y'all reach a certain level of or a certain rapport. Yeah, well, it's that old saying, get in where you fit in. Like, yep. you know, you're loud, you're boisterous, you're going to get under people's skin, you're going to do what you can to get them motivated. But your top dog, the person you go to the fourth quarter, the person who's giving you back-to-back MVPs. Come on. Come on. You know, you got to <laughs> use another way to motivate him. Man. You know, yes, just sir. keep him happy. That's it. That's it. See, we know. We know this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you got the big homie and K-Dub getting it in, man. Definitely, definitely awesome and excited. My next question is, sticking to basketball, sticking to the state now of California. We got the Kings, Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. Are they are they going to be better than the Warriors in the next few years? Definitely this year. I like what they're doing with De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill. And, uh-huh. you know, they got Harrison Barnes. A lot of people weren't happy that they maxed him. But, you know, he's a solid veteran who yeah, gives them champion. another score. And he's a champion. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, who else do they have? They have Trevor Ariza. You know, they they have a good core. Yep. You know, they have those big guys, Giles and Bagley. They've been uh-huh. burdened with injuries. So, I think the Kings are on the rise. This year, they'll definitely be better than the Warriors. Next year, it just kind of depends, one, if the Warriors can stay healthy. Right. And then, two, if they can figure out what they're going to do. Because if you look at the Warriors, and not to speak about it, they're just not a very good defensive team. No. And not. then you throw Steph and D'Angelo in the backcourt, and I love them. But there's not a whole lot of defense. I think Big Ben might be able to put up hey, on the <laughs> Big Ben, what's up, brother? What's up? So I definitely think the Kings are on the up. I think they're going to fight for that eight seed this year. But I still think they need one more year. I got the Kings making the playoffs next year. Nice, nice, nice. 
Next year, yeah, they 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 definitely uh, like you said, man, with them young pieces and constantly growing and maturing and gaining that experience, they're definitely going to be very competitive. And then that makes me nervous as a Spurs fan. Yes, I said Spurs fan. We're not getting no younger, oh, <laughs> I, I, for sure. So I got a question. What's up? From Houston or live in Houston? Live in Houston from the Midwest. Went to college in South Texas, though. You're not rocking with the Red Nation, Jay Harden, Brody? No. My co-host <laughs> is, though. My co-host is, my son is, but not me. Okay. Yeah. I, now, I respect him. Met him. Real dope. I mean, I've been to Rockets games. It's close to the house. I, I will support them. But if you look at my bio currently on social media, it says huge Spurs fan since 97 with five championships, trophies. Now, this Westbrook Harden thing, you think it's going to work? So far, it definitely has, in my opinion. But before the season, I wasn't sure. I had my uh, doubts. Now, watching them, I feel like they – Playing as is summer league and just feeling just free. Yeah. Harden still leading the league and scoring. Mm-hmm. Still putting up his attempts. Harden, uh, Westbrook looks comfortable in his role. When they had Chris Paul, it, it still wasn't, uh, 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 in my eyes, a smooth transition for Harden. But now that Westbrook's there, it seemed like Harden is playing like the Harden that we all know. I'm going to go back to your Draymond and KD analogy. I think that was similar to Chris Paul and Harden, where Chris Paul thought it was the Clippers. (laughs) He thought it was his Uh show. He thought he could just say what he wanted, and he could command attention. But, hey, you're the number two. Might even be the number three. Right, right, right. And they butted heads, and CP3 was out. So bring in Russ, and I read somewhere that Russ and Harden, they're from L.A., but they go way, way back, and they've been friends from growing up. Right. So I think there's no egos, there's conversation, and Russ is happy to be with his running mate and former L.A., you know, buddy from growing up. Okay, when that goes a long way with anything, if if there's no chemistry – if you can't be yourself or if the personalities don't mesh, yeah, it ain't going to work. Where you work at, and this is Why Not Sports, where we talk about the good, bad, and the ugliest sports and how it impacts your everyday life. Getting along with your coworkers or your peers go a long way. Yep. It determines if you're going to stay and bust your butt or you're just going to go through the motions until you leave and go somewhere else. Same thing in sports. So that's a very good, uh, very good analogy. And based on what you said, it makes sense. Of course, they had to diffuse it. Oh no, we cool. We kick it. We do commercials together. Okay. But do cool. you notice those commercials stop <laughs> stop with the two of them? <laughs> right. It was just. It was separate. Yep. I was like, uh oh, yep. trouble in paradise. Yeah, man. We see all that, y'all. We pay attention, just like y'all pay attention to us as content creators. Check our posts, listen to the shows. But, yeah, we saw it. I'm like, man, oh, yeah, they not doing no more commercials. I still think the Rockets are one player away from getting out of the second round and getting into the Western Conference Finals. I mean, if you think of the Clippers and the Lakers have to be the favorite in the West, and the Rockets will make the playoffs. I think, depending on their seed, they can get out. But I think they need another move because 
when the playoffs come, they're going to focus on Harden. Right. It'll be slowed down a little bit. Russ right. will still get his, but uh, they need to make another move. But I don't who? know what package of players they. But put that's together. what I'm about to say. So, who though? I, maybe I should have my co-host in on the next time because I don't even know. Like you said, they even had the money. They just paid Capella. Yeah, they got Westbrook. I, I I don't even know, like you said, who they can package or the money they even have available to bring in somebody to help them get over that hump. Well, I'm going to give you two players, okay? But I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but they could get Kevin Love from Cleveland because Cleveland's going nowhere. But on the flip side of that, I don't know what they would give up or what Cleveland would want. But that's one player. And the other player, he's a little underperforming this year. And they've got to be willing for the upside. Is He's from the Bay. It's Aaron Gordon in Orlando. Mm. Those are my two players. So you say more package, of a power forward. they got to do something. Because okay. this team is not getting out of the second round. I'm sorry, Houston. No, that's no, that's good. That's good. That's good. I, 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 I mean, again, based on history, mm-hmm. based on what we've seen, well, Murph, they would have made it to the the finals if <laughs> CP3 didn't get hurt. Okay, that's true. But we saying looking at sports fans, we got to do better because one year don't dictate all oh, their you know champions like the Cowboys, the yep. 49ers. Hey, man, we, we dope. We're going to win each and every year, uh, especially for them Cowboys fans. But anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let yeah, me stop. The Who's world like Murph, team? you better shut up about my Cowboys. Are you we, Cowboys fan? No, or I'm not. I don't. I don't see. I don't have. And I don't have a football team. That's kind of my Achilles' heel as a sports host. Um, I don't have a football team, and people like Merv, you know, you can't just talk about our team when we can't get you back. Like the Spurs, people can talk about me about the Spurs. Y'all suck this year. Y'all might miss the playoffs after 20, 21 years. How do you feel? It's life. We gonna bounce back, and the season, like you just said, is still early. And two, they got a few people they can pick up, but who they gonna pay? Who they gonna give up? Who they gonna package to get certain players? Yeah, my money's on Pop to figure out figure out a system. I'm not gonna say they're gonna make the playoffs, but I think they're gonna go on a little run. Will they'll make it interesting? They'll be kind of in the conversation. Always. Yeah. Always, always, always. But for me, as you talk about, you know, the the power forward spot with Aaron Gordon, with Kevin Love. So you feel like the four slash basically of a, a inside player that can stretch the floor when you compare them to, is that's what I'm getting? Because they both can shoot, rebound. Play some defense. Well, no, 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 Kevin Love really not defense. But. Yeah. They're just going to have to bank on his rebounding and scoring, and yeah, hopefully they can yeah, outscore yeah. the other team. But, right, right. yeah, I think they need someone who's basically out of the paint so that when it's ISO for Harden or ISO for okay. Westbrook, you can't come to double or else you're going to swing it to the wide-open shooter. Gotcha. And my list are like, hey, Merv, you see where we ain't getting that, right? <laughs> UCLA, K-Love, Westbrook. Ah, I didn't think about that. That's right. That's <laughs> right. They're like, yeah, it's going to be a whole brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Houston, bringing the people from the Bay to uh, 
to uh to Houston, man. Now that's dope, man. Again, hey, like we said, if you feel much more comfortable bringing people you know, just like where you work at, if your boss or the big guy decide to transfer, move on, whoever take his spot gonna bring a couple of people with him. That's how it always works, right? <laughs> One of my uh, old bosses always says. When you start a new job, see who like you would report to or your second level manager and then check LinkedIn and see how many people have followed him or uh-huh. her because that's a good sign that they like and they respect him. Uh-huh. Y'all hearing it. Y'all hearing take re, take these notes. Now we talking about more than sports. We talking are life, about life lessons here. Come on. Welcome tell tell y'all this is <laughs> what we do. The Lakers. The Clippers. Ooh. Ooh. Preseason, I said the Clippers would be number one in the West. Mm-hmm. Listeners, for those Lakers fans cussing me out like Murph, <laughs> what you got to say about that now? PG still trying to get, you know, figure, you know, filling his role. Kawhi, if he decide to play. But we got LeBron holding it down. Frank Vogel, coach of the month, Murph. Like, we, the Lakers doing it, Murph. What you got to say now? It's still early in the season. <laughs> I'm saying that, too. So, I didn't go as far as to say the Clippers are getting the number one seed. But I said they're coming out of the West. And Facts. I still think they're coming out yeah, of the West. Yeah, and I was going to say that. Thank they're just going to rest players and figure it out and be somewhere between a two to a four seed. But I think they're just a better all-around team. Yeah. You, know. you you got some people like oh Murph, what's his social handle, social media handle? Yeah, we about I'm telling you, we they, we got some Lakers fans that listen to us. I just okay. want you to be prepared, bro. That's all. All right, okay. <laughs> I, I I'm not saying the Lakers are trash. I'm saying those are the one and two teams coming out of the West. And as of today, I just think the Clippers have a slight edge. Uh-huh. But in a seven game series with LeBron and Anthony Davis, anything can happen. And my former spur. Danny Green, he's a champion. He is. He's been through all type of situations. Mm -hmm. So yes, sir. So that's good. So we definitely agree on both uh, when it comes to how the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah, the the Lakers might finish in a regular season better record. However, when it comes to the Pat Beverly's, the Paul George, Lou, Sweet Lou Williams. Why Leonard? Yep, trip man. Them boys tough, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to mess with them. No. Yeah. I mean, look after they got Sweet Lou and Trash coming off their bench. <sighs> Do you know the past two seasons they've been in the top three for six man of the year? Yep. That's not even fair. They're gonna change six man to the Sweet Lou Award. I mean, when it's said and done, absolutely. <laughs> Between him and Jamal Crawford, which I'm surprised still not in the league. Yeah, someone's got to find a fit for him. I mean, he's a good dude, too. He's humble. He's a professional. You would want him on your team. Maybe we need to uh, make a campaign or a petition like you know we did as a whole when it came to Melo. Maybe we need to. Come on. Yeah, at least give him a you know respect, you know, like a, a farewell tour. Yeah. Well, can we get into Melo since you brought him up? Come on. I think 
the uh, I almost said the Rockets because he was on the Rockets, but <laughs> yeah, the Blazers are a perfect fit for them. Uh huh. Iso ball, give it to him in the post, mid post, wing, let him pound, let him shake, let him shoot. Uh-huh. That's Portland system. They just rotate. It's Dame's turn. It's mm-hmm. CJ's turn. Yep. It's Melo's turn. I'm happy that he's back in the league. I'm happy that he's playing well. It's just all about fit and chemistry, and Portland's a good fit for him right now. But yep. when Zach Collins comes back and Nurt comes back, what's going to happen? Uh-huh. Is your boy Melo going to go to the bench? <clears throat> or any? Uh, personally, know. no. I, I I think when you're player of the week, you're averaging 20 points, and you comfortable in your role, especially as a vet, I, me personally, I wouldn't want to sit the bench unless we were going to win a championship. Yep. If I'm going to sit your bench, we better be winning a championship. Especially when I've shown when I start, I'm putting up great numbers and I have four Olympic medals. Yep, true. Me personally, I'm not sitting nobody's bench after starting, after averaging, you know, what I'm averaging. So to answer your question or to, for the scenario, they might have to <clears throat> make a few moves so Melo can continue to be happy and start. I'm with you on that one. Just to keep the morale of the team and the organization on point. Because mm-hmm. if not, we <laughs> here we go again. Like, dang, Melo had a good run until dun dun dun. Yeah, I mean that's just part of the business, as you clearly know, man. Uh, but yeah, um, the Blazers made some moves, but they gave up a lot of guys who played defense. Mo Harkless, yep, Aminu, yep, Evan Turner a little bit. Yep. I mean, they did get Baysmore back, but it's almost like they just got to outscore the other team. But 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 K Dub, they got the big fella from Miami, this Hassan Whiteside. He was double double, fifteen ten and two. What happened with him in Miami? Get out of my jurisdiction. But he came onto the scene like gangbusters. I'm like, uh oh, who's this guy? Getting like a quadruple double and blocks are in it. And he's just dominating. And then he just kind of like faded away. I don't know if it was injury. I don't know if it was attitude. I don't know if he was feeling himself. But all of a sudden, he wasn't really a factor in Miami. And I, do you know what happened? What I heard, not excuse me, what I read, combination of the big head, and for real, and <laughs> felt like, you. yeah, 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 combination of the big head, and they weren't winning. So he said, "I you know, forget it. I'm doing all this, and we ain't winning for what?" Yeah, which is a bad attitude to have because you're still producing for your organization to the best of your ability. And like we said, contract year, you're going to get paid. Somebody's going to like. If he was playing like that up until this point, he would have been that uh, you know a starting center, all star center for a potential Golden State Warrior, where they can make a trade for Draymond. You know, ain't no telling who would have gave him a shot if he would have kept that mentality. Like, I mean, even the big fella Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe even said it. Like, yo, if he would have stayed focused, if he would have done this, done that, to where he was team first, we would have won. Probably six rings consecutive seasons. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling. So, combination of big uh, having a big head and just losing. 
Again, I can. I'm not. I'm, I can't a hundred percent agree. But you maybe the might the Miami nightlife got him too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, after that triple double. Uh, anyway, it's a different show. Let yeah. me go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, yeah, but but again, man, as you clearly know. You got to stay focused. Like in this podcast game, man, even though we have the following, we're consistent with our shows, we still got to bring it each and every time we hold that mic or when the recording is on because you. I feel like you can't forget where, where you come from or you can't forget why you started podcasting or why you do what you do. So that's my question to you because we've already put in some time into this thing but i want to make sure i bring this up what brought you into podcasting and how did you link up with big ben so i moved to new york from northern california back in 2010 and i started with a company it was a small like technology company and big ben was already in new york he had moved from seattle a year before and we just bonded over West Coast sports. We love the Pac-12. He's a Seahawks fan. You know, I'm a Niners fan. He's a Seattle Mariners fan. I'm a Giants fan. And we just bonded over West Coast sports. And we agonized about how tough it was being in the Eastern Standard Time trying to get back in touch or keep up with the Pacific Standard Time. So we kind of joked about it for like four or five years that we worked together. We're going to come up with a show. We're only going to talk about West Coast sports. It's going to be like the inside scoop for West Coast sports no matter where you are. And then we just decided to do it back in, I think it was 2017. Okay. And we did it. Ben's in Seattle. I'm in L.A. And it's a way for us just to connect, talk sports, and make fun of each other, but just represent the West Coast and just kind of preach on it to see who's out there, who's listening. Well, the big homie listening, your boy is listening. I appreciate this, man, because when people look at yourself and Big Ben, one, you guys don't even live in the same area, but you find ways to be consistent. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys find ways to travel to these games together, whether you're going out the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you can help a listener or help that person that's not sure on how to find someone to support their show or to support their vision, like, how, how, what would you say? What would be a couple of things you would say to them to kind of help them similar to or will help you and big Ben out with y'all rapport i think it's you got to find someone who's got an equal love of sports and passion that you have mm-hmm. and so like big ben and i do an episode about once a week but we're talking constantly right. you know like well, hey what about this he's right. texting me oh did you see this you right. got to find someone who's willing to put into the work and be in it as much as you are. Right. And that's why it works because he comes up with ideas. I come up with ideas and then we just love to go and watch sporting events and we'll pick a college football game. We'll pick a baseball game. We'll pick a basketball game. And it's our way to kind of keep the sports bond together 
because while we're separate, we still podcast. But then when we get together, it brings up stories and it banters that we carry on throughout the year. And we love to just get at each other and make fun of each other. And some of our best ideas happen when we're eating wings, you know, <laughs> and watching a sporting event nice. in like Tucson, Arizona. Nice. Nice. I love it, man. I love hearing different people stories on how they partner in crime. Like mine is Big Roy. That's yeah. my co-host for Why Not Sports. What up, big dog? How like we like gotta this. get Roy and Big Ben on? Come the show. on, man! Big Ben and Big Roy, what up, fellas? The next time <laughs> we gotta make something happening. You know what I'm saying? Because he can talk about his Rockets, and then we can really talk about. He'll still his fan football. Then we can talk okay. football like that. That'll be a whole. That'll be a dope show. I like that. I like that. So Big Ben, Big Roy, when y'all listening, hit me up. We can schedule. Of course, you know it's this holiday season, but 2020, we definitely can make that happen for sure. I love it. So for the world, I know we talked and you wanted to ask me a question. So this is your chance, sir, before I lose track and we be, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So like I said, I'm a fan. Ben's a fan. We've been watching from afar. Thank you for having us on the show. 2019 Speaker Con Award oh, Podcast man. of the Year. <laughs> I appreciate. I got a multiple questions. One, how did you get started? And two, congratulations. And how did you get to this point? Man, is it's definitely humbling that. Um, to be honest, man, um, just working in the real world, realizing. It's a comparison that I've always loved sports ever since I can remember sports, 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 sports. My wife to this day, she was like, you was going to figure something out to play sports. She like, we got kids, so don't think you can go back and tie them shoes up and stop laughing, world. I'm just saying because I really I felt like, hey, I'm still at that time, maybe 30, 31. I'm like, boo, I still got it. She's like, nah, you, you got uh, bills to pay and, 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 and insurance, your baby boy, you know what I'm saying, filling the feet. But my point is, y'all, I had to do something with sports and my employer at the time just pissed me off, man. Just wasn't really trying to give me recognition for the improvements of the area when he was like Murph. They call me Derek. Now they call me Murph while I work here. But this time they, Murph. Yeah, they right? I'd be like, what up, baby? But he was like, well, Derek, um, I really like what you're presenting to help us out because I have a, I have a way with people. And people I never had when I ran – my, you know, area, everyone came to work, or at least majority came to work. It was a team atmosphere. And he was just like, you use a lot of sports analogies, like, but you're not in the sports. I said, but this has similar characteristics. You know, we work for a common goal. We look out for one another. We, we you know, it gives somebody, it gives people to feel inclusive because some people might not have that family bond or people to go to. But here, I'm going to make that kind of my thing so he was like oh, i don't think that'll work man maybe just something about you so he did a presentation to the big wigs so like yeah i want to start you know using a sports team analogy all of a sudden they're like er what <laughs> er 
Well, you know, I, I've been doing some 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 research and some soul searching. I, I want to change things around, and not not one time said Derek, thank you. Nope, just stole your idea. So I said, if I'm going to present any dope ideas to help somebody else out, and my listeners like Murph, we love you. Thank you for sticking to your guns. I'm gonna create my own stuff, and I'm gonna use my own ideas. There you go. So I was like, all right. I said, all right, God, Lord, I, I I need you. I'm pissed. My wife, what's wrong? I'm like, nah, this dude taking credit. They applause of him. I'm like, nah. So I was like, all right, I need to do something with sports. Because, again, I'm like, I don't know what it is. It got to be sports. Why not sports? Why not sports? And, of course, I have to put the D-Murph, that stamp of D-Murph for approval, just in case somebody tried to say, oh, I came up with a first. Well, it's actually with D-Murph, so, and it's trademark. But, anyway, the there point is. With my experience as a student athlete, a D1 athlete who graduated. Where'd you play? I played at Texas A&M and Corpus Christi. Okay. And very, very dope experience. At the time, we were independent. We didn't have a conference. So we would travel anywhere, everywhere. Yeah, well, a lot of times we got beat as the quote-unquote the cupcake schools. But I got to travel. I gained the exposure been to Hawaii. Been the University of San Francisco, where the great uh, Bill Russell went, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes. But anyway, so got my degree from there, captain all my years there, and then transitioned to once I realized, ah, I guess I ain't gonna hoop no more. A lot of those qualities carried over into me being in leadership or management. And I'm like, man, I think, you know, I can maybe mesh them together. And then that's when Why Not Sports, where we talk about the good, bad, and the ugly of sports, which because I've been through it all, and how it impacts your everyday life as a husband, father, mentor, manager, leader, friend, you know what I mean? And just kind of put it all together, and that's how it came about. I love it. And to your second question, how did I get to All this All because point? some dude tried to steal your shine. Man, tried to steal my shine. I don't know what he's doing now. I'm no longer with that company, but anyway. <laughs> like you said, SpeakerCon Podcaster of the Year. Not Sports Podcaster, Podcaster. And it was a lot. It was... Uh, we had health podcasts. We had movie podcasts. Like, it was different, like, heavy hitters. I'm sitting like, oh, you know... For the exposure, yeah. that's it. To you know, do some, you know, engaging, just kind of networking and taking some tips and tools to help me bring it back, you know, to 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 this thing we love and podcasting. And once they announced my name, I was like, wait a minute, it, it's podcaster of the year. Even right now, how did I get to this point? Being consistent, basically being myself, as I've told you before. How when you see me, this is what you get. When you hear the mic, I'm not no different. You know, uh, I'm a family man. Um, I, you know, we've I've had my ups and downs personally, professionally, but I still able to, you know, overcome a lot. And again, I continue to bring this up: the good, bad, and the ugliest sports. Because I started seeing the politics of it in high school, then high school for the college. I'm like, man. Then in the real world, it's like, man, it's the same stuff. It's the same crap. And still been able to, you know, slither my way into being successful in a lot of areas. So I'm like, man, that's how I was just, you know, I'm going to just do that and just be myself where 
I don't have to sit and think, what did I tell K Win? Or what did I tell Big Roy? Or what did I tell this guest? Or what did I say on this last show? I'm just right right now, we okay, I'm gonna ask you this. Did we have a did we have a script? No. Did I give you a list of questions? No. We just talking. Now I'm and losing I was track. Like, what are we gonna talk about? You're like, don't worry about it. We'll just talk. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think for how I got to this point to answer your question, truly being genuine to who I am, being honest with myself, being real to people who I have on the show, and being consistent, like you guys. And I, I, I tell people this a lot too. Do some traveling. Yeah. Go snap them pictures when you out of the country or you at this sporting event. Use the right hashtags. And then you never know who's going to see that. And then they really dive deep and check you out. They're like, yo, this dude is consistent. He link up or he go everywhere. And that makes you more marketable and it builds credibility. And I believe that's how I got here. Keep doing your thing. No, I we appreciate love the it. Show. No, I we love getting it. our updates from D-Mark. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. For real. I, I, I really thank you as well, man. As I told you before, it just helps me to be able to reach out to more people, build that rapport. I have some things on the West Coast coming up in 2020. I'll definitely let you know if, if you're available. Hopefully, we can link up in person. Yeah. And this is what I do, man. If I'm in the city near you, I'm going to reach out. And you know what? I was going to say this. I might be in Houston in the springtime. There it is. Just say, just so, let me know, man. I will let you know. Just let me know. Anybody, and for anybody that's listening, if you reached out to me and I didn't come through, unless I was out of town, I'm coming through. I call <laughs> in, I leave early, or whatever. I will make the proper arrangements. Even if it's something that's, hey, let's just have a, a, a drink. Or we can meet at Starbucks. I don't drink coffee, but I eat their breakfast and I eat and I drink their teas. So don't judge me for world. I don't drink coffee. I heard the stunt your growth. Ding ding. Hey, Dmar, <laughs> we can kick it because I don't drink coffee either. Okay. <laughs> and everyone's like, "What's wrong with you? I don't trust you." You know, like, oh, I was man. just blessed with a lot of energy. Uh-huh. I don't need it. Right? They're like, wait a minute, Murph. Wait a minute, Win. Wait, K Dub, y'all ain't drink no coffee? Nah, this is just natural. Natural. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate you though, man. This was good, man. Look forward to uh linking up with you again. Like you said, for the mutual people that we do know, thank y'all for just rocking with us, giving us a chance to connect and just we gotta keep showing love to one another and it's a beautiful thing when we collaborate and connect. Now for the world this is your turn to where K-Dub, Mr. Kyle Win, Mr. Kyle, let you know how you can find him, Big Ben, and the show. You got it, brother. It's WST Podcast, your West Coast source for sports. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram. That's WST underscore podcast. Subscribe, listen. You can find us anywhere. We're everywhere. Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Podbeam. We're everywhere. Get at us. West Coast Sports. Get at them. Get at them. I promise. Tell them the big homie sent you. That way he'll respond. Maybe a little bit faster. Maybe just a little bit. But anyway, (laughs) no, I appreciate you, man. Big Ben. Hey, man, hopefully you won. You know what I mean? You know, I know you're doing big things, man, and having fun. But we had to hold you down. Big Roy, what up, homie? Until we meet again. 
Um, but it, and enjoy your holidays, world listeners. Thank you. And for the first time, listeners, again, thank you for tuning in. Drop every week. You can find the show on most platforms. Wherever you listen to, to podcasts similar to uh, what K. Wynn said. And for the avid listeners, what up? I always got to give a shout out to them. And also just to, to, to add to how I got here, just making sure I pay respect for those who rock with me, who's been there for a long time. So, again, thank you to WST Podcast for rocking with me. And for all for y'all, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm still working on the holidays, y'all. Because after this, y'all already know I got something to do. It's, I trust me. I got to do some price matching for for some of these good deals for these kids for the holidays. But anyway, that's another story for another show. But for find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram at isdmurf. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Until we meet again next time. Peace. For now, I am Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this has been your Why Not Sports Short. This has been a special report from Why Not Sports. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress.